Welcome to Stand Off, the podcast where we put abilities from JoJo's Bizarre Adventure up against each other in a randomized bracket to determine what stand is objectively the best. My name is Kingdom, and I use he/him pronouns. My name is Cat, and I use she/her pronouns. And wow, we have another guest because that's the bit. We're gonna keep making it a big deal, even though you know. True. Who's the guest? It's Sky. I use she/her pronouns. Sky's back. Yo, welcome hey. back. What's up? Hey. You're he- you wanted to be here for Hey Ya, and so you're here for Hey Ya. Let's go. Yeah, this is the actual right. episode that Sky wanted to be on, but we. We needed another person at a specific time and needed to fill a spot just to clear up confusion. So, hi. Hey. <laughs> hi. Welcome back. Let's talk about stands. This week, we're talking about White Snake versus Justice and Chariot Requiem versus Hey Ya. Hey. Do we? Oh, with Chariot Requiem in this episode, huh? Yeah, it's an exciting uh, one. I was thinking, because I know. Well, next week is, has Gold Experience Requiem, but there's no chance for them to go against each other because it splits. We're right at the split. They could. The I mean, they could, but it would be like finals. Yeah. No, I, they would be in the... True. True. But that means we're halfway through the round. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah. <laughs> Are we? It must be. Yeah, this is the fourth episode of the round. That's true. D- uh, do the rest of the intro because we always forget. Um, we're going to recap details of the stands we already talked about, like their appearance and abilities as they come up. Sometimes we might skim over it because you probably already know what Star Platinum does, etc. Uh, we're also going to talk about the user and their arc and any other thing that might come up. And we're going to spoil everything. And mm-hmm. the two criteria that we're using is very loose structure are which stand is cooler and which stand would win in a fight. Yeah, and if Kingdom and I have a weird energy, it's because we are recording out of order today, and we just recorded the episode that you're going to hear next week. Don't tell them that we're actually trying to get a backlog. Haha. <laughs> That's what it is, and not that we had to skip it because I was sad. But... <laughs> <laughs> Standoff. Let's talk about White Snake. Yeah, Sky. Do you like White Snake? Do you like looking at him? This is my question to you. It's hard not to look at him and just think about how mad I am about what happened last time, but uh <laughs> understandable. Trying to separate the art from the artist here. Uh White Snake himself looks alright. Yeah, he's got those DNA nucleotide letters all over him like we've talked about three times now. A lot of times. If you haven't heard or you forget, it's the G A C T for the DNA nucleotide but the A isn't an A, it's a delta because he's imperfect. Yeah, ga- gacked from um, that one Final Fantasy game. I just remember saying gacked because gacked is a fun thing to say, and that's how I remembered the nucleotides. Yeah, he was in... Sequence, that's the word. He's in Dirge of Cerberus. Okay. Yeah, and it's just him in the game. I, that's not a bit, that's nothing, I'm just saying words. But besides the nucleotides, um, White Snake kind of looks like a gimp. I gimp outfit, debatably. Yeah. Uh gimp crown, which is an odd take, but sure. Mm-hmm. Uh I was just looking for an image of what this guy reminds me of. Either are you familiar with Detective Comics Doom Patrol? Vaguely. So one of them's named Negative Man and he's covered in bandages because of his powers, right? 
sure. and they used to draw him looking like this with with, oh, the, with face the bandages over the bandages. <laughs> yeah, White Snake's got some like lines along his body that do make him look like that. He- I love that. <laughs> what if White Snake's a mummy? <laughs> And Shut see up. moons what's underneath the mummy wrappings. Because something something Dio in Egypt. Yeah, Dio's boyfriend and mummies are in Egypt. It, it all connects. I yeah. I I think we have talked in the past though that it kinda looks like dead snake skin and then he shuts it and becomes sea moon. Yeah, and sea moon's green like a snake. Not all snakes are green. <laughs> they aren't me. That's <laughs> terrible. What are you talking about? Um, the default color for snake is green. I rest my case. True. Um, the JoJo's Wiki was just advertising me a one hundred and ninety dollar ReZero figurine. It it stopped advertising because you bought it, right? No, it changed to a pink plaid suspender skirt, and I feel seen. I'm not seeing any ads, but yeah. Speaking of the JoJo Wiki, they're telling me this guy's power is to make CDs. Yeah. Uh, he makes discs. So it was the early 2000s. Oh, I guess these aren't compact, so they're just discs. Yeah, so they're laser discs. So you know how you have memories? Kinda. I know the concept. And other people have stands. What White Snake does is he punches you, and then the two discs, if you have a stand, come out of your head like a DVD drive. And then he can take out your memory disc and give you amnesia, or he can take out your stand disc, and that basically puts you into a coma because your stand is your soul. And if he takes out both, you start to die in the coma. Um, But yeah, he can like put this memory disc in his own head and read your memories. And he can take your stand disc and put it in things that don't have stands and give them stands. And that's how Foo Fighters was born. Yeah. And if it's George Joestar and he takes a, a disc out of your head, you melt. You decompose rapidly. Yes, the novel oh. George Joestar. Yeah. Generally, I like the power, but I I think this is another failure of theming. I'm not I'm not seeing any CD shit on this guy. I'm not seeing anything that says memory manipulation. It doesn't. Well, he he also has venom like a snake. Venom don't, don't. like the the Eminem song Venom. Yeah, thank you. I'll stop. Yeah, they won't know a venom. <laughs> Yeah, he has venom, and he puts his venom all over you, um, and then you go into, like, a dream world, and you have to fight the same bad stand user twice. Uh, yeah, you have to fight the same bad... I always forget that guy's there, Obama stand. Yeah. <laughs> I'll never not make that joke, it's too funny. It's just too funny. <laughs> this is really good, I forgot we made the drone stand joke. <laughs> it's Obama stand. Anyway. The Venom looks like cum. True. Well, it does. But that's like, that's minus 10 points on this guy. don't have to say it. It's funny, We know. The collective unconscious of the universe understands that White Snake's Venom is cum. But we just don't bring it up. Sky didn't know. Well. Oh, here. Now you've made the world worse. When, When you take out your memory disc, or your discs... All capitals, that's important. The the DNA nucleotides appear in your eyeball. Oh, yeah. That's a cool effect that I forgot about. So there is some link. Okay, yeah. I I saw this image on the wiki and kind of assumed that that was like TV static, but that, that's cool, too. 
You can also see the venom dripping from his head. Shut up! <laughs> so, generally, I think it's a neat power. It's not necessarily very active, but it seems good for, like, a a part villain or a manipulator character. The cool part that I liked a lot about White Snake is because Poochie goes through three different stands. When it's White Snake, before like the part really gets going, White Snake is kind of the villain. We like Poochie's around, but White Snake is doing a lot of stuff on its own, and it's very like it's very conniving and like it's it's um it's cunning and it like it's changing. It's like manipulating like this stand should go here so we could do this with that. We can use this person and I'll take these memories. And it's like very mastermind-y. And it's, I think it works really well for the beginning of the part. I agree. Yeah, it's like King Crimson and Diavolo, only eventually Poochie's like, nah, it's my turn. I'm going to go have frogs get rained on my pants so that I can <laughs> make sure Chodoro doesn't get his stand disc back. Yeah, that's this is the beauty of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. I could talk about how it's cool and 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 thematic. Uh, you could you could argue that it's, it's symbolism that the priest is manipulating people in the in in a, in a in an American prison, et cetera, et cetera. And then Cat goes, "Funny frog rain." That's JoJo's I mean, baby. That frog rain is pretty funny. It is. You're right. Poochie voice shit. There are frogs on my eight hundred dollar pants. My Gucci pants. <laughs> and, and we talked about Poochie last time. We know his deal. And yeah, specifically with White Snake, like what Kingdom said, he's more in the shadows. And snakes are sneaky. Sneaky snake, slithery boy. Uh, a snake is uh, a term that you would call someone who is like a liar or distrustful. Mm-hmm. And also with White Snake, um, let's say hypothetically, you're in a spaceship that's flying from Mars to Earth. <laughs> And, and Cars is there, and Cars okay. is like, wow, your stand's pretty cool. I'm going to take it. And then he makes his own white snake, only it has three heads and six arms. Uh, sure, a white snake. What then? <laughs> well, then real white snake would punch Cars, and it'd be a waterfall of CDs coming out of his head. <laughs> Nonstop so. disc flow. Shout out to George Joestar. Uh, obligatory plug standoff that website. You should really pay $5 a month to do a recap of George Joestar. So that reminds me, I did have a George question while I've got you two on the line. Oh god, I'm a person that can answer George questions now. <laughs> uh, any of them got a stand named after Saw? No. I don't think so. But Not th- thematically, kind of. The, um... The... What's it called? The closed box murders. That's kind of, that's that's like basically saw, but that's not a stand. Right, that's a wound, and its name is like scary clown. <laughs> I'm looking at the George Joestar wiki, and apparently there are stands that have wounds. Yes, like Raimi. Uh, yeah, but three other ones that are very important. Mm. You might call them the big stands. Good to know. So, what I wanted to ask was, can Hypothetically, could Poochie put these discs in like a disc man or a computer? In a disc man? Maybe. I don't think he's ever tried because he could just put them in his own head. I mean, I feel like I wouldn't want other people's memories directly up in there. 
but well, well he did he just reads them it's like watching a movie so like cars put your memory in his head and then he opens up his mouth and makes a projector and plays them on the wall of the spaceship true so probably but uh what is part no part six six was 2011 so they should have that technology i don't know part six takes place in 2001 what are you talking about I'm mad now. Jojo part six. Oh, no, you're right. Sorry. Part five is 2001. I'll fucking kill you. I yeah, because part six is technically the future because it was released when in 2000. When did Six Sense come out? Six Sense? Starring Sora? No, What? what's the movie that Jolene spoils out it's, in theaters right now? It's the Six Sense. It came out in 99 and it got to Japan probably later than that. Yeah, so it takes place in 1999. <laughs> Because they're watching The Sixth Sense in that one scene. No, it's set. I mean, it was written in 2000, but it's it, like the story says it's set in Florida, 2011. Mm-hmm. It's not consistent. JoJo's is never consistent. Um, do we have anything else you want to say about Whited Snake? I don't think so. All right, we let's talk about it kind of to death at, at different points. Got any takes about White Snake the music? I haven't listened to White Snake since round two of the podcast. I always mix up White Snake and White Stripes. That's my. That's all I got. <laughs> like White Snake, those are the guys with Seven Nation Army. No. Where's the picture? Okay, hold on, Sky. I know you're kind of tepid on White Snake, but real quick, consider this picture of White Snake aiming gun at Bird. <laughs> also consider that this bird is named Savage Garden. And carrying Jodro's stand or memory disc. I can't remember which. I think that's his memory. I like Savage Garden, though. (laughs) Savage Garden gets away. But yeah, no, this is is a good image. (laughs) This is an (laughs) iconic image. This is almost as good as Josuke opening up that paper that has a gun in it. Yeah, Yeah, that's a good point. A lot of the, the best scenes are just... Gun is here now. Because JoJo pulls out a normal gun. Yeah, just like an assassination classroom. <laughs> you you've seen you've seen the ramen scene, right? Oh, I have, but I didn't know what show it was from. I watched. I tried to watch Assassination Classroom, and it felt like it was for children, so I couldn't really get into it. It's pretty good. I, I read it though. I didn't really enjoy it, but I'm, I can see why anyone else would. I really want to eat ramen now. How to make ramen with a gun? Yeah, that dude's just a JoJo's character because he sticks his gun in his ramen and then he like eats the ramen normally, but he's using his gun as a utensil. That's kind of funny. Yeah, I guess it is just the the dichotomy of magical superpowers that are super interesting. Gun, bang. <laughs> it's the it's the Harrison Ford thing. What? That was that was the guy, right? Indiana Jones. Mm-hmm. When the uh, in the Indiana Jones, when the man was swinging the sword all around, he just pulls his gun out and shoots him. Yeah, because in real life, Harrison Ford Jones. had horrible diarrhea. Yeah. <laughs> Fun fact: If you didn't know, that scene happened because Harrison Ford did not feel like he could do his stunts without having an accident. his pants. Yeah, just like real Joseph Joestar. And it became extremely funny. Uh, so, speaking of Indiana Jones, I think our next contestant is a crystal skull. Tell me about Justice. <laughs> justice, um... Yeah, Indiana Jones could have fought Justice. Star Platinum slurp up Justice like a spaghetti. <laughs> <laughs> yes, this is the stand that Star Platinum eats. 
So, okay, if Star Platinum eats this stand and White Snake kills Star Platinum, I oh. think I think we have a winner. That's a fair point, but consider Justice. Um I don't know. Every time I hear Justice now, I just think of Makoto Persona 5 screaming fist of justice. Oh, so a very positive connotation. Yeah, that's why I want it to be White Snake. You're fucked up. But yeah, yeah Star I Platinum know. vapes. Yeah, um, uh, so Justice is Giant Skull uh, High Lord Wolner, uh mm-hmm. Dark Souls 3 that is a ghost and controls dead bodies and other people by entering by using its vape and entering their bodies through wounds, mm-hmm. like like cuts or bullet holes or etc., and manipulates them like puppet strings. Yeah, it's exactly. It's essentially puppet strings. The user cuts people with scissors, and then the wounds turn into round holes that fog strings come out of, and then she tries to make Cole Horse shoot himself. Yeah. Um, and Paul Nareff, um, funny lick a toilet. But that's every part three fight. <laughs> Paul Ruff gets a cut on his tongue and she's like, fuck you, I'm making you like a toilet now. And this is also the, the part with the funny Kyutaro uh, Kujo. <laughs> yeah, there's, she runs a hotel and they're like signing in and Jotaro writes his name down as Kyutaro to like, not try to trick her, but try to catch her. Because then she's like, yeah, you're Jotaro. And he's like. That's not what I wrote my name in the registry as. How would you know that name? She has has two left hands also. From what I'm hearing, uh, this stand is susceptible to tricks and gets slurped. Well, the stand isn't susceptible to tricks. That that was Enya. Enya Kyle. By the way, it's Enya. We all know Enya. Yeah, you know, the singer Enya. The one who sold the stand arrows to Kira and Diavolo? Yeah, Irish singer-songwriter, Enya. She's Irish? Have you ever seen her real name? No. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to copy-paste this to you and uh, try to pronounce it. Nope. Aethna <laughs> Padragin Ni Braunen? I'm going to say I did an okay job. More better than I ever would have done. Shout out to Enya. Shout out to Enya. I don't yeah, know anything I- about her. <laughs> I think Sky is correct in that White Snake beats justice on all fronts. Like, I'm willing to hear an argument for justice, but... Uh, I'm not willing to provide it. <laughs> <laughs> they actually... There's scenes where they do similar things, which is an interesting thing that I don't think any other show would have ever picked up on, because we're the only ones that would put these two in the same room. Such as? Uh, they, They're both manipulative, and they're both like used in that kind of way, and something about the venom hallucinations and the fake town that they go into reminds me of each other. Yeah. Oh, that is something else justice can do. It can use its fog to make illusions. So like Enya is in a ghost town and she uses her fog to make the town look like it's normal. And she uses the fog to control all the corpses in the town to make them look like normal people. So it's got big range, but it also just sucks. Oh, wait. Shout, actually, shout out to Enya. She's apparently sung songs in ten different languages. That's woke as hell. Fuck it. Yeah, Avril Lavigne released Girlfriend in eight languages, so... She joined her family's Celtic folk <laughs> band called Clanad. <laughs> 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 Sorry. Uh, that was in the 80s. That's not the anime. Uh, but... The Irish love clamp. <laughs> <laughs> Let's, um... 
continue. Let's continue. What's who's next? White Snake beats Justice. It's not close. Uh, according to what you sent me, next up is Chariot Requiem versus AI. Um, so do you know the deal with Requiem stands? Vaguely, I know that it is a second form induced by being stabbed again with the arrow and that it has a different power specifically the requiem arrow uh, it's debatable it's debatable but specifically it's a different arrow it looks different yeah and silver chariot is polnareff's stand so at the end of part five polnareff's like "Uh uh-oh that's a diavolo i gotta protect the arrow so he stabs silver chariot with the arrow um and then he dies Kind of, yeah. Well, everybody kind of dies. Right. No, he's like in the active process of dying as he stabs Chariot with the arrow. So he stops technically being its user. So Chariot Requiem goes berserk. And uh, Freaky Fridays, everybody in the area. Yeah. And, he, and by in the area, I mean all of like basically all of Rome. All of Rome. He swaps the souls of the nearest like organism. So like Paul and Ref become turtle. Turtle somehow stays alive. Uh, um, Mr. Narancia, or Mr. and Trish, Trish. switch, Narancia Giorno and Narancia Giorno switch. switch, Bruno and Diavolo switch, Diavolo switch. Even though Bruno's dead, so it's cor- it's like a corpse body. A woman and her baby switches. A dog and its owner switches. It's all fucked up. There's a bird man. Yeah, so it it's called grand scale soul swapping. Um, it also can manipulate people's souls and stands. So basically, because your stand is your soul. So it's protecting the arrow, and if anybody tries to get close to it, um, then their own stand attacks them back. It's nightmare. Yeah, so like, let's say you're Bruno, and you reach out to try to grab the stand arrow, or to try to hurt Chariot Requiem. Your own stand, so in this case, Sticky Fingers, comes back out enraged and tries to hurt you, because it has total soul control. Yeah, soul control, that's a good way to put it. Mm-hmm. It also um, is trying to evolve all of life to its next stage. So it does horrific body horror shit, trying to evolve people into otherworldly beings. Like a crab comes out of the turtle. It's just upsetting. It's trying to turn everything into new and unknown entities. And also, Chariot Requiem is the shadow cast by your soul, basically. <laughs> yeah. So. If you're looking at it, you'll see that your shadow is always, like, facing it's, away from the way you're facing it. Because it's as if it's a light to the soul. Yeah, it creates orbs of light behind people that you can't see if you, like, turn around um, that essentially cast Chariot Requiem. And if you okay. can destroy the orb of light, Chariot Requiem dies. <laughs> okay, I was wondering why he was facing away from the camera in both pictures. Uh, That's just his vibe. So, he also looks terrifying. Like, he looks, especially in the anime, like, if you see the anime gifts, he looks like he does not belong. Like, he's superimposed in front of the frame. So, soul control seems very powerful, but I don't really get the benefit of Freaky Fridaying an entire country's worth of people around you. I don't... It's not exactly beneficial. Like we said, it just... It goes berserk. It leaves Polnareff. It's just going. Yeah, it's okay, just be walking. With its final order was to protect the arrow, and so that's all it's doing. Like it's holding the stand arrow, and it's just walking. And anybody who tries to get it from him, it attacks. 
it has one directive and that's the one thing it does outside of like the soul swapping that I guess is just what happens when it activates and the evolution essentially Cherry Requiem is like the will of the essence of stands basically because like that's what stands are they're a virus that are like forcing human evolution to go further through stand abilities that's a theory in part that's how it's described in part five that's a theory a game theory a game theory Again, if it's the will of stands, why is it like, oh, well, this woman and her baby are both going to die because I swapped them. That's what stands want. Like, I don't. Deals with evolution and shit. It's trying to, I get, it's like trying to experiment with stuff and it's going berserk and shit. It's wild. Yeah, that just happens when it activates. That's how I explain. That's just so that, A, it's the funny Freaky Friday bit. And it's also an important plot device. Because uh, Diavolo and Dopio share a body, it essentially allows Diavolo to, like, be hiding in a member of the gang. Because he's just a second soul, so he can just hitch a ride on other souls. So it leads to this whole, like... Who's got the Diavolo? Who's the imposter? situation, yeah. Where you're trying to find the imposter. So that's more so a plot device than anything else. Being frank. (laughs) I'm sorry, I'll stop. You hit, I'm yeah, that's yeah. cool. It just be walking. I mean, it looks cool, but I don't know. The fact that it's a character has me trying to judge it on those terms, and I don't. It's I don't know if this is a cool character to me. It, I'd I'd call it less of a character and more of like a force of nature. Yeah, it's portrayed as like this. It's like. It's portrayed in the same way that, like, in a disaster movie, a hurricane would be portrayed. As a person that walks away from you? As just, like, this horrible event that is completely unpredictable, and that is sort of the villain, at least for a time. Yeah, like, until Diabolo's like, oh, I figured out the whole light orb thing, like, it's completely unstoppable. And they're like, oh, if this thing gets out of Rome, like, it's going to force evolution on everybody in the world. "Quote unquote force evolution, more like die. It'll make crabs come out of everybody's faces. Like here, this is body horror-y. So let me like mark a spoiler. Oh, that didn't even send the gif properly. Never mind. Yeah, I, I appreciate that you tried though. Yeah, it's 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 neat. It's cool. It's not a character. It doesn't have a user, but that's also what's neat." Because it's so powerful because of Requiem that it doesn't need a user to be maintained. It's just the arrow. But it still follows that like vague rule set of quote unquote stands where it does what the user wills, right? So mm-hmm. the last thing its user willed was to do this. So it's gonna do that thing. Yeah. Now we're talking about Chariot Requiem a lot. What's also up against Heya is the yeah. thing about it. So let's Rough. talk about Heya. Hey, y'all's a funny little boy. That's yeah, that, that's it. That's it. That's all we got. Uh, he's funny, and he's named after the best song any stand is named after, which gives them cool points, I think. True. True. I can't think of a better song offhand. Hey, it's the only one. Well, the the Game & Watch remix is the best one. True. True. Oh, I love Hey, yeah, Outcast so good though. Yeah, Can we talk about Outcast like fuck. Yeah, bombs over Skullgirls. What? <laughs> Come on. Oh wait, this is my opportunity to share this information. Outcast is a duo 
It is. Let me make sure mm-hmm. I have this right. It's Andre three thousand and Antoine Big Boy Patton. Okay. So, um, y'all know the Gorillas? Yeah. Uh, you know the song. I put this in the standoff Discord music thing. You know the song uh, "Do We a Thing" with the Gorillas and Andre three thousand. Mm-hmm. It's like an old song. Everyone see the music video where they're all in the Gorillas' house and it's all trashed, and you go through their whole day and everything. Sure. Fun fact, that music video is a shortened version of the song because in the full version, it's 14 minutes long because <laughs> because Andre 3000 was just told to do whatever he wants. He did all of his lines in one take and he just said, uh, I'm the shit for 10 minutes. It was so good. Highly a, recommend looking that up. What a dude. Fucking awesome. But yeah, hey, uh. It's a little robot looking boy. He's got like an upside down bucket for a head with dents for eyes and like half a head of braids. Um, He's got funny teeth and a big old weird mouth. Uh, and he hangs out on his user's back. And all he does is be like, he's he just hypes up his user Poco Loco and doesn't do anything else because he doesn't actually have an ability. The wiki claims that his ability is to see the future and give Poco Loco advice based on that, but Poco Loco himself does not see the future. I prefer the idea that he is just there to, to oh, be same. nice yeah. and be a cool friend. It's, um, that's like the theory or like what could be drawn from the text is like he actually has prophetic vision, etc. But Araki explicitly stated that he doesn't have a power. It's just, it's just a dude saying stuff. Yeah, he's just like, you're the best, you're a good horse racer, and he is, and Poco Loco just needs to hype, and then he wins through luck. Can we, whenever, this this is such an if, I want (laughs) an animated version of Part 7, obviously, Mm -hmm. but replace Heya with Korone, and Korone saying, have confidence, please. (laughs) What? What? No, you're right. I agree. There's only two canon voices for Heya, and it's either that or he just tells Poco Loco that it's all right, 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 all right. So Poco Loco's got the luck, and Heya's got the pluck. Sure. I swear to God, if that's what it is, because isn't it supposed to be like a retake of part one? Basically, yeah, Poco yeah. Loco is Poco, the little boy from a Wind Knight slot. Remember from the, the city that or the town that got vampired. Remember Poco? Remember when he pisses his pants? No one remembers Poco. No one does. Remember when he opened the door to the room that Zeppeli died in? Nope. His sister's the one who got okay. <laughs> Not understandable, but okay. And that's all Hey I is. And Poco Loco is just like, hi, I'm here. And then a couple universes later, he's like, hi, I'm on the H.G. Wells space station, and my stand is called The Right Stuff, and it's a bunch of little gnomes. Yeah, we're not, we can't talk about the gnomes. Why can't we talk about the gnomes? Are they on the bracket? No. Unfortunately not. I don't remember what The Right Stuff looks like, but I remember there was an image of it. I, I got it. Okay, good. Yeah, Pokaloka777. He's just a lucky guy, and he's got a bunch of gnomes. <laughs> That's that's what yeah. that looks like. They're a bunch of business gnomes. Okay, you keep saying gnomes, but those really look like space helmets. 
They're very small. They're like a centimeter tall each. The book calls them gnomes. The bright stuff is comprised yeah. of seven tiny humanoid entities, which George Joestar describes as strange gnomes, by which it means Doji Joestar. Uh, if they're... They're the seven dwarves. Yeah, no, if they're named after movies, they should be like the 12 angry men or something. But there's only seven of them. And they're not angry. Only some of them are angry. Well, I don't know, but like they should have a name like that. Oh, stuff. the right. Here's the thing. The right stuff is a film that is about test pilots involved in aeronautical research, and they're wearing spacesuits, like testing spaceflight. So the image for the okay. movie is that. Yeah, they're. Uh, what is this? The chronicles of the first fifteen years of America's space program. So it makes sense that they're in space by Mars, and there's also seven of them. Yeah, so, like, soul manipulation seems strong, but you could do anything if you believe in yourself. It's like, a thousand bucks is a thousand bucks, but the mystery box could have anything. So what you're saying is that Vriska is the strongest. I don't know. I think Goku could beat up Vriska. Because she has... I didn't say luck, I said believing in yourself. Well, she she believes in herself too much. Mm. And yet, she has... All of the luck, and I was all with eight A's. Anyway. Anyway. Uh, we have to decide on who wins. Hey, yeah. Okay, well, if we use... Here's the thing. Back up for a second. We have mm-hmm. to be professional about this. People going to get mad. Okay, in a fight. In a fight, Chariot Requiem wins. No, in a fight, Pocoloco would get lucky, and he would trip backwards and smash his soul orb and destroy Chariot Requiem instantly. <laughs> that is a possibility. Let's say either one of those is a possibility. Either Chariot Requiem wins or Pocoloco wins. All right. Heya's cooler. Heya's cooler. Conceptually, Heya's the coolest stand that exists. It's unfortunate because I'd like to talk about more stuff with Chariot Requiem, but Heya is cooler. Yeah, I mean, I came onto this episode specifically to vote for Heya, so. It's both both victories unanimous. It's not fair. It's Any not matchup with Heya isn't fair. It's not fair, but it's right. It's correct. It's not right, but it is correct. Heya versus White Snake will certainly be a matchup. No, it won't. That'll, that's easy. <laughs> True. What's after that? Depends on whether or not I'm in the episode. <laughs> oh, after God. that, it's probably going to wind up being Heya versus King. Heya versus Seamoon. No! <laughs> <laughs> no! I don't even act like we have any idea for what we're going to do with round five. But <laughs> oh, well, that's not, that would be, okay, Heya versus Seamoon is probably going to be a semifinal. That's wild. Yeah. This show's getting weird. Yeah, we're almost to the quarters. Two more rounds. I wonder which stand will win the Super Bowl. <laughs> uh, Chunky Monkey. All Chunky right. Monkey! Next week, in an episode we've already recorded... We're going to be talking about Superfly versus Gold Experience Requiem and Metallica versus In a Silent Way. Wow, I wonder how that one's going to go. Uh, do we say who's the guest on the next episode? We do, don't we? We don't. Oh, we don't? Well, we uh, can. It's it's honor. It's a friend. It's a friend. Uh, that of all three really of fun. us. Yeah. Yeah. That episode's really fun. Yeah. This is a weird situation where we can talk about the next episode and this episode, but next episode's really fun. We talk about Jesus a lot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's it. Sky, would you like to plug your Ben 10 podcast again? Uh, sure, still haven't uploaded any episodes, but 
uh, keep an ear out at the Omni Trip on Twitter. Hell, do you want to plug yourself too? Uh, sure. You can find me on Twitter at Genuine No Prize, or find me on Tumblr at Fucker Two. And <laughs> even though she's not on till next week, I do want to take a chance to plug my friend Honor's art. She is at Electric Chai on Twitter and Tumblr. Hell yeah. I want to say that's with two C's. Yeah. yeah. Yes. I, uh, I'm i next. I'll, I'll tag on Kingdom T-A-C-H-Y on Kingdom. I make really funny tweets like, for instance, where there's a will, there's Anne Hathaway. <sighs> Pretty good. Uh, and is anybody doing anything on the 14th? Also that, yeah. If anyone's through the 14th, it's comedy. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, speaking of comedy, and since we already dated this episode, I wanted to ask, which which two stands from George would win between Godzilla and King Kong? Godzilla. What are you fucking talking about? See, this is a problem, because Kingdom's the monkey respecter, and I'm the Godzilla respecter. Oh shit, and I'm the tiebreaker. Let's do a bonus episode right now. Oh my god. Godzilla like, wins because Godzilla's better. You're so wrong, it hurts. I can't I don't even Godzilla know how is better I don't than even every know how I don't even know how to like argue this because you're so like beyond wrong that my I loop brain back around can't being right. This. <laughs> it's just like he he could it's 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 King Kong. Yeah, he's a monkey. Have you seen the video of King Kong shoving a tree down Godzilla's gullet? It's like, I, how can you nuclear breath when there's a tree in your mouth, stupid? Godzilla still got hands. King Kong has thumbs, stupid. Godzilla has a tail. King Kong has opposable thumbs. Yo, if he, if they have King Kong eating a banana in that movie, I'm gonna lose my <laughs> shit. Sky, can you can you break the tie so I can plug my own stuff? I mean, you gotta tell me about it. Tell me about either of your competitors. All you've said is that, ooh, mine would win. No, mine will win. Like, what about him? What makes him tough and cool? What's the reference? What's the reference? This King is, Kong is Donkey Kong. This is, this is this is my submission for how Godzilla can still win. <laughs> this is my submission for how Donkey Kong can win. <laughs> you can find me on Twitter at alias Faria. That's alias P A R I A. You can, you can find the show at Standoff Podcast. There's a link to our Discord and our pinned tweet, and a link to standoff.website, which is our Patreon. For $1 a month, you can get episodes a couple of days early and get monthly bonus episodes. And for $5 a month, you can learn exactly what the fuck we're talking about when we make nonstop George Joestar references. Our music uh-huh. is Mad Rock is Strange City by Nice Wizard Music, and our email is standoffpod at gmail.com. Sky, have you come to a decision? Uh, I, I'm going to let the viewer decide in their own heart, but I will say, for reference, Cat shared Shin Godzilla Atomic Breath Scene Ultra HD 60 FPS, and Kingdom shared a lot of funny monkey images. GIFs, Lacritura 5, uh, ah! Thank you all so much for listening. And as always, until next time, stand stand proud. proud.